Good morning, good morning. Father, all the glory, all the honor, all the praise belong to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Before I got on here, here is Satan. Shut up. Satan says, shut up. Stop seeing. Stop hearing. Stop knowing. Shut up. No. Get thee behind me, Satan. Every time God released to you your breakthrough, right before you receive or I receive, Satan will always try to bring the complete opposite to cause you to miss it, to cause you to abort what you're about to spiritually give birth to by saying words outside of what's happening. Because you're going to have what you say. If you say it's not your time, when it is, then it won't be. If you say I'm not ready when you are, then you won't be. When you say I don't have when you do, then you won't. It's going to be what you say it is. Regarding what's taking place, regarding what's going on, it's going to be what you and I say it is. So Satan's going to try all he can to get you to say what's not really happening so you would not receive what's actually happening. Every single time. He will have you to look at yourself, evaluate yourself, and think something that's totally not. But because you're looking at yourself, listening to him, you're not going to receive what's available unto you. And I won't receive what's available unto me. He's always speaking the opposite. And you already know what God is saying to you. God is backing up what he's saying to you. He's confirming what he's saying to you. With miracle signs and wonders following. Prophetic dreams, prophetic words, prophetic songs. However, he released the message unto you to hold on. Hold on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You keep going. Here's a dream. This time, Satan's responsible for this dream. But God allowed him to do it because he couldn't if God told him not to. Let me see if I can try to get Quenisha. Like I tried to get Job. Like I tried to get Abraham. Like I tried to get Joseph. Like I tried to get Nehemiah. Like I tried to get Paul. Let me try. And see if I can get her to say what's not happening. Let me see if I can get her to think that you're not faithful. But her not being faithful with her believing. With her not being faithful with her faith. Walk. Faith life regarding what you said because you keep confirming it. Satan had this conversation with God. Satan had this conversation with God. You keep confirming your word with her. She already see you keep giving her prophecies upon prophecies. But let me see if I 
can have her to think otherwise, to make her scratch her head and be puzzled. See if she can become confused or will she stand on what you said as her God. In this dream, it was the future of me what I'm about to step into as in ministry. But the people I'm connected to, their faces were there. But their words were words from people that was in the past. They were saying things from the past. But they were there as people regarding my future. And they kept trying to get me to detach. Trying to get me to detach from what God has said. Because they kept saying words like, you're just not ready yet. It's just not the time. We don't believe that you really love. We're trying to trust you. But it's nothing but time that you have in the middle of you in this person. Nothing but time there. We don't have any proof to believe you. And we don't have we can't do nothing about it. We can't rush it. We have to wait with the time until it's time. But before the time comes, we don't trust that this even gonna happen. We don't believe you. You sound good. You mean well. But we need some proof here. And I was like, I can't make myself do this. We got to wait on the Lord. Now you're trying to cause me to be impatient. Because anxiousness can rob you. They're pretty much saying, prove yourself. Prove that you're worthy. Prove what you're saying is true. By showing us how you feel regarding it. You look too calm. You look too peaceful. You look too relaxed. And we're not relaxed. We want to see what you're saying as proof. Regarding this person, you got to prove us. Prove it to us. Prove us wrong on how we feel. Because this person right here love you. Would do anything for you. And all we have is your words. We don't really know you. So you got to prove that you're worthy. But we all can't do anything about it. Just the time right there. We can't rush the time. We can't make it happen. So we just got to wait and watch your proof. Get thee behind me, Satan. I will not be anxious for nothing. (laughs) God knows when it's time. And thank God he's a redeemer of time. I will not be rushed. 
by being anxious for nothing. And here comes Satan again. God sent me to a VIP section, which cost me $750 that I was gladly to take out of the ATM, which is actually $800 because... Oh, excuse me, I used my charge card. Thank you, because you can't take that much at once. Thank you, Father. And the guy greeted me and gave me a story about how his friend was trying to commit suicide before they got here. Got me to help them and pray for them and things like that. But to sum up what I'm saying, here comes Satan. Right before me and my mom in his dream. He appeared to be a person who was at that VIP. You remember me? I was like, no, I don't. I'm the guy who was at that VIP that night. When you was blessing people and sowing people's lives, no words of comfort, and you had to sit at the table with you. And we had a great time. And he looked at my mother and was like, she had a great child. She made sure we had a good time. But I'm here because of that seed you carrying. I planted that seed in you. My mother looked like seed. I know my daughter ain't carrying nobody's seed. My daughter's celibate. No, he was like, no, it's a spiritual seed. I put that seed there. Stop rushing to grow. It gotta continue to develop. It gotta continue to develop. Let it develop. Get thee behind me, Satan. He had her to kiss me on my right cheek. The kiss was so defiling. So evil. Don't you ever kiss me again. Like you care for me. He kissed me. Like it was a holy kiss. Oh God, I just got that. Mm -mm -mm. Same thing Judas did. Used by Satan. Mm, mm, mm. That's why Christ say, ah, betrayal with the kiss. How are you going to do a form of evil against me in a form of love? Using a demonstration of love to deceive me? That's why Christ say, ah, a holy kiss. You deceive me with a holy kiss. That's your way of <laughs> betraying me? Placing me in the hands of the enemy by kissing me? An act of love in the midst of evil? And he kissed me. Don't you ever kiss me again. Don't you ever kiss me again. He can't do nothing but agree. And he's a liar. He wants me to think that what's right before me is going to take a longer time than I expected. Because if you're not expecting it, you won't call it forth with your faith and you will not receive it. Say, want me to think, like for example, want me to think that 
is not developed. You got to keep it developing. What's growing on the inside of you. Spiritually. The vision. You don't want to push it out prematurely. You don't want to abort it either. So you got to just let it be. By letting it grow. And you have a long time before it grows. But you just got to be patient. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. Man. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. He always give us the opposite before we actually walk in the reality. What God has already said to us. To be manifested into the natural Satan will try one more attempt before you walk to see if he can get you not to walk, not to possess, not to believe, not to give thanks, not to give praise. He may have did that the last time to us. We would not allow him to do that this time. Not this time, not ever again. See, Satan must not have been aware that I pushed it out days ago already. <laughs> because God knew Satan was going to come to him last night while I was dreaming and ask, can he tempt me by me being drawn away in my own lust? Lust don't mean just sexual. It means your own way of doing anything. Doing anything in the natural Versus believing and receiving spiritually. You take your eyes off your spiritual sight and put them back on a natural reality. Way of doing things. Way of thinking. Way of speaking. Way of feeling. Because now you're based upon what you physically can see, hear, and understand now. And that's how you're going to rob yourself. Because the move is with your spirituality, not the natural. So if you're not in position... You're going to miss it. In order to be in position, stay. Stay where you are spiritually. Don't go from spiritually to naturally. You're going to miss it. This is how you're going to miss it if you do things like, well, it don't look like, well, maybe it's not the time yet. Just don't seem like it would ever happen. I need to get this first before I can, I'm not where I'm supposed to be in order to have it. See what I'm saying? I, 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 I. That's how you know when you stepped out of your true identity. When you put the focus back on you. Because in your super, I mean, in the spiritual sense, in your spirituality, in your walk with God, the attention is all on Him. In our spiritual walk, our attention is on Him. When we look into the natural, it's back on us. Keep it on him. Remain in the spirit. Remain, dwell. Dwell in the secret place of the most high. Satan is trying to get us to say what we don't really want to see. So we won't have what God already said. I dare him to kiss me using a man I've never even seen before. They're going to try to bring up, oh, at the VIP, remember me? Because there was a lot of people on that floor. He took it back to what? 
the summertime of last year. Remember me? Take it back to the 4th of July. The exact date, the 4th of July last year. He went that far back. Remember me? I was in the VIP that night. No, I don't remember you. My mother like, who is this gentleman? She said, she don't know you. Who are you? I put a seed in her. My mother looked like, you did what? <laughs> oh, you got something explaining to do to me. And he had to, hurry, he had to hurry up and change it. No, it's a spiritual seed. Satan, you didn't put nothing in me. And you can't take nothing out. <laughs> he just found out just now that I already pushed it out. <laughs> See, God didn't tell him that. <laughs> See, God didn't tell him that. See, God already knew that he couldn't confuse me because I already pushed it out. So it was nothing there to actually develop in a sense of pushing out a vision that already I've given birth to. Now, there's more things to give birth to, but what he's talking about, I already pushed it out. <laughs> he looking like with his hands on his ears, like he's been set up. You will always be set up to fall because you already fell and you can never get back up again because you lost. But you want us to stay down and not get up because he has to be in that position forever. How treacherous is that? Such a hater. Now you are the ultimate hater. <laughs> we call each other haters every day. Nah, that's not, they're not hating. Satan's hating. <laughs> He's a hater, man. That man's a hater, man. <laughs> For real, he is hate. Hate is he. Seriously. He do not want you to shine. You a hater. <laughs> I feel like calling you that Satan. You a hater. <laughs> That's going to be on my status this morning. You a hater. Didn't even know. I already pushed it out. They're going to try to add me to think that. Oh. Maybe I didn't give birth to it. Maybe it's not time like I thought it was to push it out. Get thee behind me, Satan. See, God don't reveal everything to Satan. If he did, he wouldn't have asked him last night, can he tempt me? Tempt me thinking that I have to continue to allow it to develop, which already been pushed out. How confusing is that? You give a spiritual birth, and here come a voice saying, it's still there. It just became there. It's just a seed. It got to develop. It got plenty of time to develop. You're not where you think you are. You didn't hear what you thought you heard regarding the season you are in. <laughs> Get behind me, hater. <laughs> Get behind me, you hater. But guys, I pray right now for us because everybody is not strong spiritually to deny if he come at some, you know, us that way. Because some of us and I know many of us have. I have in the past. Not even aware of Satan. And I listen to a voice like that. He's trying to rob us of all he can. Like I went live last night. And my pants were. I made sure they were super tight. Because I, they, they slippery. They're like silk pants. And I did not want to go live. And they fall down. 
You understand? Or get loose on me. Or show my waistline or anything, my belly or anything. So I tightened it up, doubled it. And it caused my, you know, my sides to ripple up. And I'm, you know, I've been toning. I've been toning. I'm big on staying fit. And the recording last night, I was like, whoa. My pants were too tight. It made me push up my waistline. Bigger than what it ever been before. I never had love handles like that. It was the pants. And here goes Satan. Take it off then. Take it off then. Take the recording off if you don't like how you looked. Get thee behind me, hater. <laughs> it's not about how I look. It's about God being heard. Hallelujah. Satan will try to have you to think the opposite of what actually is. Now, when we are losing weight, it don't happen overnight. He can have you to feel like, you know, it's just not working. Let me just stop. Get behind me, Satan. You keep on going. And that's not just with losing weight. That's with anything. I'm trying not to curse so much. I keep slipping up. It's just not going to happen. Yes, it is. Keep doing it. Keep working on it. Keep working on it. I'm feeling good right now. But then when things come up to try to rob me of me feeling good, it keep happening. I keep getting disturbed. I keep getting upset. Am I going to ever just be stable when my emotions feeling good? Without something trying to rob me of it? You keep going. See, Satan listens to everything that we're saying. And he knows what you care about. So you know I care about, you know, how I present myself on the inside out. I'm not sloppy with my weight. I'm not sloppy with my body. I'm not sloppy with my mind, my soul, my spirit. I do everything unto the Lord. And he would try to play with your out head. You're not toning. You actually look worse. <laughs> it's not working. You think you're losing? You actually look bigger. Get behind me, Satan. Don't be so hard on yourself. I was hard on myself last night by tightening up the waistline so tight so they wouldn't fall or wouldn't, you know, be a disturbance. Because you can see yourself when you're recording. But it was just so happened that I was in the presence of God. And when I'm, when I'm speaking like that, I don't care. I'm not even looking at you guys. I'm looking up. Or I'm looking around. So I didn't even see it. And I thank God I didn't because it would have been a disturbance. I would be like, hold on, wait. Let me fix my pants. And I'm not going to adjust myself in front of you guys. Let me loosen them up so they're too tight on my waist. Nah. Uh-uh. Thank you, Lord. For me staying focused. While Satan was trying to distract me. Hallelujah, guys. Seriously. No matter what it is in your life that you're excited about or you're working on, you keep doing it. Don't you have him to have you to think, to have you to miss your blessing by saying words that's not actually true. Hallelujah. We have to know that 
when God uses us to give a word, even if it's on social media, we're not giving a word with a negative motive because we are new creation, so there's no negativity. No one's calling anybody out. No one's singling nobody out. No one's speaking sarcastically, maliciously, throwing no dots. We don't have no dots to throw at each other, only at the enemy. So we got to stop thinking that way, guys. Because I'm going to tell you about Quinita Janice Hood as of right now. I cannot and I will not focus on your feelings. I got to focus on the purpose. Because me pacifying you is going to have somebody else miss their blessing. Who you think I'm talking about you, I'm actually talking to them. But if you feel like it's at you, then maybe that's conviction happening. For you to be converted. Had nothing to do with me. Has everything to do with God who see it right through you. Hallelujah. Satan is such a liar, guys. Such a liar. God said, share with you guys this dream. This was this little boy, a newborn boy. Who was very fragile because he wouldn't take milk from any, no, he wouldn't eat. But he ended up in my arms. Everybody was like, there's nothing we can do for this boy. This boy been traveling all over the world and he, he found you. This little boy found you. And I'm like, who kid is this? He has a connection to you, Quenisha. He's a part of you. I'm like, I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> I didn't. He what? He belongs to you, Quenisha. You got to help him. He found you. What do you mean he found me? Just see if he eat from you. Then we know he's yours. What? Nurse him? I don't have no milk in me. No, I wasn't pregnant. How can I have any milk in me? I'm a single woman. I'm a single woman. What are you guys saying to me? And he began to reach his mouth towards my chest. And his mouth was opening up. I'm like, excuse me, little boy, you, you got the wrong breast. You got the wrong chest. Excuse me, gentlemen, who's listening? Uh, if there are any today. But seriously, you got the wrong chest. I'm not your mother. Don't reach for that. It's nothing there. I'm trying to tell you. I don't want you to be disappointed. You think you're about to eat and you're not. It's nothing there. They was like, just try. It's something there. If it's something there, he belongs to you. I'm like, there's nothing there. He kept reaching for it. I say, okay, well. They say he must smell it. He can smell it. He can smell your milk. What? No, I don't have nothing there. They said this, he's, he's too fragile. He has to eat. He has to eat, and he has to eat now. So they was they was desperate for me to outside rip my shirt up, and I you know put it in position, and he latched on, and he ate. I'm like, what? It's milk here. He said, yeah. He found you. 
He belongs to you. He found his mother. What? And so I saw that he was eating. I was so amazed that I had milk there. So I squeezed it hard so it didn't come out more. I was like, what? I'm shocked that what's happening here, but I'm doing it. He was eating and eating. And I thought, am I feeding him enough? I can't see inside my chest. It's not like it's in a bottle where you can see how much it is, how many ounces. I can't see how much he's receiving. All of a sudden, I can begin to see what's inside my chest. I could be, I was able to see the milk inside my chest. How much is, you know, overflowing to make sure that he has enough. I was like, what's up with this boy? What's up with this? What's up with this? God say it has been restored. Let me tell you guys. I don't even talk about this to you guys. God have me to talk. When you were supposed to do something years ago, years ago, and it involves other people even giving birth to people, and you didn't possess because you was out of position, that also be restored. God has shown me there are some kids I was supposed to have. Oh God. That I didn't give birth to because I was out of position. Now it's restored. It's restored. Everyone was here before the foundation that will ever be here. And this child is aware of before. Because he was on a search to find. He knows his place here. Just didn't know where his mother was. And he found me where he saw me. Ended up in my arms to eat. And then here come last night's dream about this. Same boy. Here I am in my grandmother's old house. And this kid was being passed around. He kept crying in everybody's arms. But when I get near, he stops. And I'm like, just keep him near me then. But I'm not going to hold him. I don't feel like holding a baby right now. I got too many things to do. Just keep him near me so he can be quiet. It wasn't good enough for the person who was holding him. No, he wants you. He don't want me. He don't even know me. I'll get him after I finish this. Just keep following me. I go up the steps, down the steps. It wasn't good enough for this baby. She must know I belong in her arms. So he began to cry. I was like, not yet. Let somebody else hold you real quick. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm trying to do this. They kept passing him around. He'd get louder and louder. Okay. This child was very demanding. 
I said, okay. I have to sit down. I'll make the time for you. And everybody was frustrated. Like, huh, take this crying kid, cry baby, take him. I was like, give him to me. I made the time for him. I sat down and I held him. He was quiet. Fell asleep. These dreams, I'm trying to tell you, it won't happen that way. It's symbolic for what's happening. There are some people that were sent to you by God to send them back to God when you were out of position, when I was out of position. And God is sending them people back again. We have no idea what we're doing when we walk away and who we're walking away from. This little kid, this newborn. <laughs> I wish you guys saw it with me. I'm like, what? What you mean, find me? Found me. I don't even know. You didn't give birth to no kid. The dream was symbolic for restoration. God give me a chance to do it all over again. And I thank God that he does that. Because sometimes we make mistakes and they're permanent. And we're forgiven, but they're permanent. My son, David, is permanent. And I don't consider him to be a mistake. But not being with the right mind was the mistake. And when I came across the right mind, God closed up my womb. I wasn't even aware. I wasn't even aware. Now, God was pretty much saying, I'm not going to hold you accountable for what you've done before you saw him, before you encountered the man. But now you encountered the man, you will no longer give birth to no other kid but this man, the man. God showed me an open coconut. You know, like on the, uh, the Lion King, when they opened it and they pretty much anointed Simba's head and lifted him up before God. Okay, God, I give this kid back to you. I give this kid back to you. You have my word that this child is going to forever serve you. I'm having a Hannah moment right now without even being married to conceive. When she gave Samuel over to God. Here. Here. Every woman that God closed her womb up 
It wasn't for her to think that she can't give birth. It was for her to give that child, that seed back over to God because of their significance here. Here goes Isaac. I give him back to you, God. Give me my son. Here go Rachel. Here's Joseph, God. Here's Joseph. Thank you for giving me my son. That took me so long to conceive. And right after every woman who were barren gave that seed over to God, they go other seeds behind it. There goes Benjamin. And there goes Hannah. She had three more, four other more. Maybe, I think maybe four to six more. Hallelujah. I'm sure Sarah didn't want no more. <laughs> she was fine with Isaac. You know what I'm saying? Just give me my boy and I'm good. <laughs> We're not going through this again. <laughs> you understand? And there are many other women I will continue to read to testify. Hallelujah. So many other women who God closed up their womb and it's always with the one that the husband loved. That's the one who you, you know, created to be with. That's your mate, your soulmate, the one you love, who seems to be the bearing one. Because God wants you to sacrifice that seed over to him. Just like Abraham did Isaac. And sometimes God may have you to do it again. Like we rededicate. Give me him over. Give him back over to me again. Because every time God is doing something else. He's never doing the same thing. But he is the same. I love that. So that's what God wanted me to do this morning. And I don't usually talk to you guys. I'm scratching my head. You know what I'm saying? But this is how God have it to be. So let me just go ahead and submit to it. Because I'm the one. I wouldn't have you. If it was me, I wouldn't have you. No, no harsh feelings. But you know, certain things you don't put out there. You understand? But, but God. How about that? <laughs> and God had me to give him back over. This little boy was coming to me to find me. What you mean? You searching for me? He pretty much said, I'm supposed to been here. But I'm being restored back to you to be born here. He has a very special place in this world. And he's aware of it. And he is ready to be here. But he knows he has to. Submit to the plan of God. But he's very, very, what you call it, dominant. Like, by force. He's so by force. When I mean force, not forcing your way or forcing yourself. He's forcing mightily wise. You guys understand what I'm saying? You get it. By taking it by force, using your might. He's using his might to take himself being here by force. Look, I've always been here. I belong to you. Feed me. 
I belong in your arms, not anybody's arms. Hug me, hold me. And he's very persistent. That's how I know that this is supernatural. His thinking is supernatural. Because he would not take no for an answer. He kept using his faith. Being beside you is not good enough. I need to be in your arms. I need to be with you. Because I belong to you. Oh my God. You got this boy. He's like, me want to get pregnant now. You understand? I'm like, oh my God, come here. Um, let's get married. Let's conceive this little boy. God. Jesus Christ. This is amazing to me. Like okay, you let's let's make this thing happen. Let's let's do this thing. Let's do this. Let's do this. You understand? That's how I feel. Let's do this. This kid showing up like that, having a character like that. Let's do this. This kid took it by force. You showed up to me. Not me even thinking to look for you. Because you've been restored. Come on, somebody. And you aware that you've been restored? Yeah, this supernatural. It's prophetic. But that encounter prophetically is supernatural. Because every encounter prophetically is supernatural. To see ahead of time is supernatural. And to see it come to pass is supernatural. Little boy. Oh my God. Jesus. So let me say to you guys. While I'm stunned with my mouth wide open. <laughs> let me say to you guys. Don't you allow Satan to cause you to miss that blessing. By speaking things that. You don't, if you don't want to see that happen, don't say it. If you don't want to see it being prolonged or seeing it taking long, or don't say it's taking long. Don't say it would never happen. Call things that be not. That don't work. It is happening. It is now. You understand? I'm still blown away about this boy, guys, because I just woke up from this. I was like, Jesus. Everybody like, here, take this crap, crap baby. He don't want us. He knows who he wants. He wants you. He does? And once I held him, I realized, damn, you are my seed. I wouldn't have known if I didn't touch him. That's why he wanted me to hold him, to know who he is. For the time. For the purpose. Hallelujah. That's like getting the answer wrong and then get an opportunity when you get another try to get the answer right. And this time you got it right. You're like, yes. That's what restoration is all about. A second chance. 
But God is not a God of only second chances. Many of us have had four, five, six, twenty. Because every time we repent, He forgives. But let's not keep repenting for the same things. You understand? Let's not to keep repenting for turning around or watching what we have to say. I can feel this presence of this little boy. Oh my God, it's like a, my room is being lit up, was taking place here. <clears throat> Giving birth to greater works. Heaven knows about the greater works. Mm. Christ knows about the greater works. Because he declared it, he prophesied it. Oh my God, I gotta meet this little boy. I gotta meet this little boy. Jesus, Father, God say, born again. Born again. Nothing is normal anymore. Nope. It's not. Especially if you're going out releasing greater works. Nothing is normal about that. I don't speak normal. I don't feel normal. I don't talk normal. I don't think normal. I don't demonstrate nothing normal. Mm, mm, mm. I receive you, kid, little boy. I receive you. I will never deny you ever again. Forgive me for walking away from position. I wasn't even aware what I was walking away from. But you are being restored. That won't happen again. You have my word. My God, what's happening here? This boy, God, Jesus, hi. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Please forgive me. Walking away from me was walking away from you. I love you. I'm saying it to you right now. I get another chance. I make it right. Precious little boy. To me, that's greater works. Because Gabriel showed up to Mary. And she settled with that. Current our Messiah. She settled with that. She settled with that. 
but would cause his mind to be different. Talking about the birth, not who you're carrying, because there can only be one Messiah. We know that. Falls in the birth supernaturally is that minds is being restored. And far as her, Elizabeth, Hannah, all of them, they stay in position. They didn't walk away as I did. But I thank God for restoration, right? Now this is happening again. This little boy has allowed me to feel the significance of him being here to the point I'm ready to get married and get and get pregnant. For real though. And who says that? <laughs> you understand? Like, come on, hurry up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me the seed. Give me the seed. Give me the seed. I don't want to kiss. Just come on. Just bam, wham. Come on. Oh my God. Let me stop. Oh my God. It's like that. It's that serious though. It's that serious. You're supposed to have been here. You're supposed to have been here. Oh God. You're gonna be here. You're gonna be here. Say I'm already. Oh God. Supernatural. This child, I'm already here. I had to throw something. I'm already here. So I showed up to you. Just waiting to be manifested naturally. I'm already here. I came to you. I came to you because you are my mother. This child has character. You have character. You have character. Oh my God. Father, oh God. Oh God. I don't want to be around, you know, the man and, you know, just keep looking like, you know, get my seat, you know what I'm saying? Looking at him and everything, you know, right in the midsection. Like, you know, I need that to bring us to pass. <laughs> Give me that. We can't do that. You understand? But I'm be thinking it. I'm be thinking it. For real, I'm be thinking it. These encounters I'm having, I got to think like that. We got to bring this thing to pass, man. And this is how God is doing it. I would never did this to myself. I would never know. Did he, would he know how to? And look at this. Look at this. You can't go to the man and be like, you know, get my seat. You know what I'm saying? You can't say that. You understand? You can't be looking down, you know, at him either, you know. You can't think like that. You can't be like, you know, you got to give it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Can't think like that. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm like, give me my seed, man. And that's how I feel. I didn't feel like this until just now. I'm like, desperate. Give me my seed. Hallelujah. Give me my seed. My child belongs here. Give me my seed. Calling forth this seed that Satan tried to cause me to abort. I'm going to 
will say to me last night, you have a long time before it happens. Same thing he said to Sarah, I'm sure. Because that, that way she wouldn't have went to Hagar. Had her husband too go to Hagar. To conceive her seed with him. You pretty much giving your seed over to Hagar. Well, supposed to be no Ishmael. Ishmael supposed to have been Isaac. Had you been patient and slept with your husband that night, it would have been Isaac instead of Ishmael. The night that you gave him over was the night you were supposed to conceive. Come on, somebody. But God is a restorer. He restores. Don't I know? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for restoration. I'm serious, man. Thank you, Father. I can't look at this man and be like, you know, can I see? You know what I'm saying? We can't do that. You know, ladies, can't do that. Can't be looking down at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my seat right there. You know, give it up. You know what I'm saying? Can't do that either. I don't look at him the same anymore. Now that I know what's taking him. Get my seat. Oh, God. I can't say that to this man. That'll be weird. That'll be strange. Oh, my God. And the way how I feel with it is I'm loud with it. I'm bold with it. You can be right there on the stage somewhere or wherever you are. And here I am in a room filled with people who just yell out, Give me my seat. Whoa. <laughs> what you just say? <laughs> what you just say to this man? <laughs> she said, Give her our seat. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I. It's like I'm right on you, like white on rice. I'm following you. I'm right on your back. Give me my seat. I'm on your back as far as God will have me to go for you to give me my seed. I'm serious. I'm on my feet. What took place to me today is happening now. What's, what's, what I'm feeling is on the inside of me now. This thing got me on my feet. I started out lying down in the bed talking about something else and all of a sudden I went from that to give me my seed. Jesus Christ. My seed belongs here. My seed will be birthed here. Give me my seed. God say forced. It has been forced. The violent take it by force. You declared it. You decreed it. You spoke it into existence. You spoke it to the atmosphere. Where it need to go. Give me my seed. I already given you back over to God. You will serve the Lord. All the days of your life. And every year. I will sacrifice you. Up to God. Every year. Again and again. Father, you have my word. God say, I know. I've never seen no significance like this before. I'm sure it's happening every day. Just don't hear about it. But this boy shall be birthed here.
I don't even see the man the same anymore. When I see him, I see giving, him giving, giving. Yeah, give, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. Go through what it takes, being led by God to bring this thing to pass. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling very, very violent. I haven't felt violent like this ever before. No. Nope. And God is saying, time's up. Time's up for everything before that. Be violent. Take it by force. Give it up. Give it up. Make this thing happen. Make it happen. Take steps of faith. We got to stop thinking that it's not God. Or waiting for God when God waited for us. Make a move. I can't put the ring on my own finger. I can't walk down the aisle and stand by myself. Make this thing happen and make it happen now. These words are being sent to the atmosphere where they belong. And God knows exactly where they belong and who they belong to. Guys, I thought I was going to be talking to you guys the whole time. Please excuse if this thing that went a whole, you know, where it was supposed to go. You got to be violent. Oh, I feel so violent right now. It's like, I'm, I feel so risky, so daring. But, it, but it's only how God has it to be. He's not going to have me be out of order. No. I just feel like, uh-uh. I'm not sitting down. I'm not quiet. Uh-uh. Get over here. You understand what my praise, my praise is drawing you over here. My words are, oh God, I done stood up on my feet again. Uh-uh, uh-uh, you gotta give me my seat. Now. That's my time for now, guys. Greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you guys so, so much. Enjoy this beautiful day.